friends. It's lunchtime. Hello and welcome back. Hopefully you had a phenomenal Memorial Day weekend. I am Josh. Labor Day. Welcome <laughs> 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 back. Hope you guys had a phenomenal Labor Day weekend. I am Josh. Thank you. We can edit that out in post. I'm the lunch break ombudsman. <laughs> yeah. <Hold> Labor Day. <laughs> uh, had a great Labor Day weekend. I am Josh. In studio with me is Zach, Anna, and Matt. We have a special mm-hmm. guest here with us. It is Joyce Logan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You're Thanks with, for having me. You're with Ruby Care Senior Living Advisors. Yes, that's right. So you were saying something to Anna before the show got started about how people don't tend to think about senior living care until it's almost too late. That's correct. Uh, I would say 90% of the people wait until they're in crisis mode before they uh, think about senior living options out there. So when is a good time? Because so my mom and dad, they're... Uh, Early, no, they're late 60s, early 70s, maybe? No, they're definitely late 60s. My Sorry, parents mom and will dad. be 45 forever, so yeah. don't worry about uh, it. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a good time to start thinking about that, uh, that process or that conversation. Well, uh, I say sooner the better. Uh, I think people need to plan maybe with their financial advisors mm-hmm. uh, and maybe look at long-term care insurance, all these things, because people are sticker shock when they find out how much it costs to uh, live in a senior living community. Yeah, I know it's probably different for everybody, but is there an average cost for senior living that people should say, Ooh. this is the number that if I... You know, I don't know if I get into a senior living uh, place when I'm in my 80s, this is how much I might want to have saved up. Um, Well, it it can vary because everyone's health issues, you know, vary differently. So if you're living in independent living, you can go as low as fourteen hundred dollars. Or if you really have some health issues, it could go up to ten thousand a month? A month. A month. That's coming coming up on student living rates. Like, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's costly. It's tough. Like, I I love my grandparents to death. They're up in Michigan. They might be watching. Hi. Uh, and they, uh, I know, right now, now I'm on the spot. Uh, you know, thing, thing, they're, they're getting up there and it's getting to a point where I, I think maybe it's worth having a conversation. A lot of times, like they're family members that don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Everything, you know, everything's great. Things are good over there. And it's like, yeah, you really got to wrap your head around it because it's a big thing. And, and you, you talk about moving out of a house. You got to figure out what to do with that. It's a big transition in life. And like, it just seems like something that people are so uncomfortable about talking about and they really shouldn't be. Right. Um, I, how do you guys kind of, I don't want to say combat that, but how do you help ease that transition? Do you have consultations with people? Do you show yeah. them tours? I mean, what's the, what's right. the secret, I guess? Well, uh, with Ruby Care, we help families find the senior living communities such as independent living, assisted living, memory care, residential care homes. And so they usually come to us when they are in need of uh, that type of senior living option. So uh, a lot of times they haven't planned. Like I said, 90% of the people are waiting until they're in crisis mode before they make that decision. Whereas Ruby, who uh, my mother-in-law, the company's named after her, she's 97 and she lives in an independent living community. And she came to us and said, you know, it's time for me to move. And uh, a lot of times that doesn't happen, but in independent living, it does more so. But when you're assisted living or memory care, uh, that that tends to be a little more complicated, and sometimes you may need to get a care manager or social worker involved. And so we have resources that we resort to if we are not able to handle that. 
This is going to sound like a wild question. We don't do a lot of curveballs on this show. I'm Uh-oh. curious. Uh, <laughs> I want to know. Um, there, there's definitely got to be folks who, who are moving into senior living who, who don't like the idea. Right. Who are, who are right. like, I don't want to do that. It feels like I'm moving into, a, I don't know, another chapter of my life. And I like what I'm doing now. And people, you know, you get older, you get set in your ways. Right. That's fair. And, and personally, uh, looking way ahead of the curve, if I ever make it that far, God willing, uh, tragedy doesn't strike. Uh, I'm looking forward to senior living. Are you kidding? I get to ride on the backs of, of, of the people uh, who came after me, my, 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 my kids and loved ones. They get to pay for everything. I get to sit around. Do my own thing. It's going to be great. I don't have to pay rent. Other people get to pay it for me. I'm retired. I got a fixed income. What's not to love? That's awesome. Uh, but some people don't feel that way. So I'm curious, I, I guess, like for, for uh, residents who may not be as uh, excited about it. I don't know. Do you guys have any talking points? Do you have any, any anything to help make them just feel? Yeah, any, anything to help them feel like, you know what? This is, this is actually a really cool deal. This is not, this is not as uh, ominous as some people may draw to, out to be. Correct. Well, uh, funny, Ruby was one of those ladies that didn't want to move to a community. Yeah. And so I took her to visit a friend, uh, and her mother lived in a uh, beautiful retirement community. It looked like a museum in a way. And Ruby was like, oh my gosh, this place is fabulous. It's all nice. these activities, yeah. all the meals, and all the socialization that takes place. So she thought uh, they were all like the nursing homes, like her mother. Uh, lived in for many years because yeah. she wasn't able to, uh, you know, have the luxury of living in independent living. So, um, yeah, she is one of those people that needed uh, to see. Mm-hmm. And so I say take people on tours and then they're impressed and they see all the different uh, aspects and how socialization is so important for them. And it, that life's a lot easier. It's maintenance free. And uh, yeah. so you're getting, you're, people are taking care of you. So walk us through that transition a little bit. Ruby was looking for a place to live and suddenly here you are with Ruby Care. Yeah. Now, how, how'd, you, how'd you jump from A to B? Okay. Well, um, I, it, it was April of 2016. I was caught in a company downsize mm. after working there for 24 years. Oh. Wow. And yeah, it, and yeah, so I that. thought, okay, what am I going to do in my next chapter of life? And I uh, had studied social work in college, and that's where I started my career. And then I started thinking about all the things that I liked uh, about social work and helping people and uh, all the previous volunteer work that I've done. So I started thinking about my own experiences, uh, helping Ruby move into a community. Uh, And it took a couple years to, to do that. And then a lot of friends found out that I uh, helped and did a lot of research, so they came to me, and then I realized I was good at that, and yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. So that's how Ruby Care was kind of born. Way to go! Yeah, I'd imagine if you take a couple years to look at something like that. I mean, I know it's a long transition process, yeah. but I don't think most people take that long. I'm pretty sure that's like, oh, let's no. knock this out in three months. Like you did your <laughs> well, research, it wasn't took like the time. You did it every week, or yeah. anything. Well, so. no, but right, I mean, right. yeah, it paid off. Like right. all that work managed to snowball into something right. greater. So well done. And then I also. Uh, help my mom and stepdad. I got a, an emergency phone call that they needed uh, to move from, uh, they lived in Atlanta area, to uh, move to Ohio uh, because they couldn't live alone anymore. My stepdad, he ended up passing uh, in a memory care community. He had Alzheimer's, and my mom, she recently moved 
to a uh, nursing home and she has dementia and my sister is the one who cared for them so i learned a lot about senior living back in 2011 you know dealing yeah. going through that transition yeah so ruby care where is yeah. this place how can people find out more about it and what, what's it all about well uh, we aren't a community a lot of times people think we are a community myself included but, yeah. excuse <laughs> me yeah that's okay Thanks. that's okay yeah. and a lot of times people wow. call me ruby too so i'm so used right. to that right but uh you can reach us uh by calling or going to our website you can call 214-536-2979 our website is rubycarecenior.com actually Ruby that's in the on the description yeah. So if anyone wants to go, that's on the video. Oh, already. nice moves. Yeah. Mr. Stoker in yes. the booth. Yeah, yeah with the description. Well done. Uh, Joyce, it was so good to have you on. Thank you so much for all the information. If you guys are thinking about senior care, obviously reach out. You can go into the link below, click on that, and that gets you directly in contact with someone from your organization. Uh, yes. Thanks for sharing your in info. Have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much for we're having me. We're going to come right back with some hot topics and some hot takes that more on the lunch break show. I, I couldn't I can't remember what we actually teased. Consider me teased. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're teased, sir. You you kind of cut off the interview there. I had a I did I had yeah. a big question. You just took over. Well, I apologize. Uh, that's all right. It happens. Yeah. The band started playing. It was yeah, done. It was done. <laughs> I wanted because I was thinking while she was talking, the worst job in history came to mind. Oh no! Uh, would be working for a a home with uh, with with senior care. Yeah. And then someone's like funds ran out, and you had to like evict. Oh wow! Yeah, senior citizens. That is the worst <laughs> job in history. That's, That's where my miserable. mind went. That's yeah. pretty up there. Well, yeah. yeah. I have a story. Please, oh, wow. of course, not homeless, not know. personal. Yeah. Experience, but I remember when I was living in the UK. At some point, um, senior care homes uh, closed down because there were orgies being organized. There. Well, I mean, that's a thing here, but nobody talks about it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> right? I mean, that's always been a gag. That's Wait, always been a that? relation. Not, not, no, not, <laughs> not that. Yes. They have, they have relations. What was that? A, those, was a, those senior citizens make love on a regular basis. <laughs> okay. But there's not like flip it. Let's like see. They're wearing masks and having a masquerade party. I, no, but the, it's Parks and Rec spoofed that. Uh, F is for Family on Netflix spoofed that. I think Seinfeld kind of had a gag about that at one point. They didn't love it. If it's on TV, then it must be. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's on television, so it has to happen. But that was something they like canceled senior living places for. They shut them down. Yeah, yeah, because it came out in a financial statement or something. Well, hold on. They were like holding them. Like the place was holding the them. Place. It was like on the event calendar them. for senior citizens or for younger, more for agile senior zit- citizens. Oh wow, more agile. Stop. More, more nubile. Yeah. <laughs> now, now the thing is. Was these requested by the tenants, or was was the you know the organization being uh, like? No, no, no. That's 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 capitalism hard at work. That was they saw a need, yeah, and they knew what they needed to do. That's (laughs) what what that is. I'm enjoying bingo. It's it's fun. But you know what would be better than bingo? Yeah. I always hear. I always hear when you visit these places, you should go at mealtime just to see like what it's like. Man, really? why don't you just go at orgy time and just see what's <laughs> see what's really going on? What? Right. Oh my. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, getting us back on track. Uh, <laughs> You're not the one that has to live there. It's up to them, really. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. Uh, this a, uh, a store recalls a product after it decides it goes too far. Um, so we all enjoy pranks. Yeah, I think we've all seen like the fake uh, the fake throw up or, or like like fake dog stuff you could like hide around offices love pranks uh, those, sure. are all, those are all, all fun we all enjoy those you know great um apparently in japan a discount chain store was forced to recall thousands of prank knives it did the air quotes there after they realized the uh they were accidentally packaged um real sharp knives instead <laughs> so they said prank knives they were actually in the the, the, the inside the package was was a real was a real well, knife. no that was the prank all along yeah that was the right. whole bit yeah no, it's, as advertised if I put a prank knife and it turned out to be a real knife I'd be like well played yeah you got me it's a good like, prank. That's, that's a good bit yeah <laughs> I wonder I'm, I'm curious if they were the knife if they were just supposed to be like rubber Halloween knives or uh, plastic Halloween knives or if they were the kind which I always loved as a kid that had the little spring inside where where it looked like you were stabbing someone because the blade oh, would like right. retract like a, into the to the thing right it's like a lazy switchblade and it's a plastic thing so yeah. Yeah. You can just poke it. Yeah, it's not going it to hurt like you. It, goes in, but it, yeah, it, yeah. it looks like it's going inside. If it's one of those, slide oh. into the handle. So, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. okay. Here's my problem. It got recalled after an incident happened. Of course. Of course. <laughs> That's how recalls happen, right? So That's- a kid was playing with this prank knife, mm-hmm. oh and uh, it didn't say severed, but... Oh, yeah. Nope, nope. did. Severed his finger. Oh. Mm. So what parent... Goes sure. I'll buy you said prank knife. I'll open said prank knife and hand you said prank knife, and then go go and play. And doesn't notice it anywhere right. along that chain that it's the a real sharpness. knife. The weight, yeah. yeah, the weight alone should be a dead giveaway. Yeah. I've seen plastic knives in Halloween stores, sure, uh, and there as a clear weight discrepancy. All right, uh, a lukewarm defense of the prank knife. Dear God, problem. please. All right, you ever buy some kind of like, I'm trying to think of a good example, and I can't, but in building this studio, I'm sure we ran into it, some kind of device, right, a phone case or something that like, when you click it together to function, you don't get a satisfying like click. You don't get a satisfying like pop. You don't get, you don't, you don't get any kind of like indication that, like, oh, this is actually working as advertised. You don't yeah. get any kind of like feedback, I guess, from the device. You don't get any kind of like, 
okay, this thing is working. Specifically a phone case I'm thinking about because I had a phone case once and I like, closed on my phone and there was no like click. It was right. just like, oh, it works now. Just now it's waterproof. I was together. like, well, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, there's no like haptic feedback for that. Maybe with this knife, hear me out. They thought this was one that was supposed to like slip into the handle or something and like they couldn't get it to quite go. And I don't know, they gave it to the kid. They weren't thinking about it. Uh, the kid gets it and he's like, man, this isn't quite, it doesn't quite stab in the carpet or something. This doesn't quite do what I want it to do. Maybe I actually just have to try to use it on my finger and see what happens. Like maybe he just went for it, you know? Maybe the kid just went blindly into the night. Just started hacking away at his own finger. Just goes for it. And, and it probably only took one hit. It's a real knife after I all. imagine. And uh, lops his finger off and they go, dang. Um, that's got that. me. That's that, got, I guess. Got me. I got cranked, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so see this scar. Can you see it on the camera? Uh, yeah, kind of. So that scar, I almost lost my finger. Ooh, ooh, um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I was uh, in the too old sixth grade. Okay, sixth okay. Grade. Uh, uh, Pocahontas had just come out. You don't have recess anymore. Oh I get it. You're frustrated. Uh, so whatever that was, whatever the cartoon Pocahontas had come out, that that was when okay. this was because mm. Burger King had. The, the the things in the Pocahontas bag. toys, yeah. yeah. And so I got Pocahontas at a friend's house, and I grabbed. I'll call it a prank knife. Uh, it was a real one. And I was gonna cut. <laughs> off, you were gonna do a prank. I was with gonna it. cut off Pocahontas's head, like be like a. I don't know why that was gonna be ever. Oh, like, yeah. funny game. Sure, a real nightmare. Yeah, a real. Yeah. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> after, after witnessing the oppression of the white man and yeah. his <laughs> Pocahontas, uh, you're and gonna I missed, get some sweet revenge. Missed her head and hit my finger and went straight to the bone. Oh. And my initial reaction wasn't like pain or like, oh my gosh. It was, this is a super embarrassing way to get cut on my finger. I have to cover this up. Yep. So all my friends, like, we got like, we went through a whole like toilet, like a toilet. We got like a, the, the, the downy, uh, the downy wrap covered on my finger, but put band-aids. And I should have had stitches, but it healed back perfectly fine. Well, I mean, not perfectly fine. Wow. It's, a, it's a visible scar, but it's a giant, giant scar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it's a, it's a good reason to. Yeah, to stitches dry. would have been nice. Uh, I yeah. think in that situation, it would yeah. have been cleaner. But sure. when you're a kid, you do everything and anything in your power to avoid stitching. At least myself. Yeah. Yeah. I did. So. I remember. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be so embarrassing. Cause my mom's gonna ask me, how did you cut your finger? <laughs> like I was trying to cut off Pocahontas doll's uh, <laughs> head for some strange reason. That's what I thought would be a, a good, a good. Gag. None of that would have made sense to an adult. None of it <laughs> to an adult. To me, it made perfect sense. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So sure. One of those kind of childhood stories. Yeah, sure. Heather, I don't want to call this a prank uh, or a gag, but it's something that a, a restaurant did to their produce uh-huh. um, to oh, try no. to, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to make it like a, a gimmick or a game or if they were actually serious. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but for produce, uh, you have sometimes in outdoor markets in Spain, for example, yes. they'll, they'll leave the eyes in. It's like a whole fish. Like, whole you're fish. talking about fish, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's, it's clean, fresh fish. Okay, so got it out of the water that day. When you, yeah, serving it to you. When you're saying produce, you don't mean like fruits and veggies. You mean S- sorry, I, produce is a fish. wrong, wrong yeah. word. word. The meat. actual um, meat department. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that fish meat. Fish yeah. meat. Yeah. That's so fresh meat. this organization, uh, and it looks like it was in the UK, uh, decided to get googly eyes and oh, put God. it on fish. <laughs> To make it appear as if they're fresh. And again, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Stop. Don't laugh at this. I'm hoping this is horrible. it was so a. Much. It was a, like a, a bit. Like, hey, is it funny? Like, you know, these aren't going to be the freshest fish. You're aware of that. Uh, let's go ahead and just put this on there and see uh, what happens. I'm hoping that's what it was. Because like the story fe- makes it out to be a gag, or, or like they're trying to pass off. Uh, 
fish that might not look so healthy. In fact, I think I have another picture here. Right. I, oh, there it is God. without the... Oh, there's wow. A, yeah. So without they're trying the to pass eyes. off. That's not good. Yeah, no, that looks very unappetizing with, without <laughs> the uh, without the googly eyes. So they put, put on they put on the googly eyes, and now that's a that's a fresh-looking fish right there. <laughs> that thing is vibrant and ready to be eaten. <sighs> this was actually in Kuwait. It, it was in this where? In Kuwait? Kuwait. Oh, Kuwait. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't probably last long in, <laughs> in the UK. This is disgusting. That's... It's disgusting, especially like there's a fine line between you know people say look at the eyes for freshness. That is quite putrid. Look how right fresh there. those are. Look how fresh those eyes yeah, are right those, now. Those are white. Yeah, that, that is as white pure. it can get. Yeah. There's this there's this clever combination here of things that disgust me. All right, first uh, there's just pulling one over on your customers, which is wrong. Second, there's manhandling of what I assume is a dead animal based on the large gash in its side. And third. There's that real creepy thing where you put something on your eyeball that just freaks me out. And I wear yeah. contacts, so you wouldn't think that would bother me. But, like, no, oh, it's, like, halfway under the eyelid. And, like, it, oh, God, like, it's really I'm it's a big really fan of sticking googly eyes on things that they shouldn't be on. You know, I, I, like I, definitely, I definitely invested in a, in a good pack of, of googly eyes from uh, Michael's craft store in yeah. college and would stick them on things just randomly on campus just for laughs. So yeah, like, that was usually a good There's time. There's nothing that's not made better by a pair of googly eyes. Uh, I've become convinced of that. Fish, arguably. Oh, uh, uh, maybe fish. Well, it's not made, it's <laughs> it not made, made better. better. Fish. It did make it better. But, man, yeah. look, uh, how funny is that? Right. Like, that's a good gag. When was the last time a fish made the lunch break, right? Yeah. This is this is clearly something worth celebrating. Oh, man. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. That after is just not good. Yeah, it's man. not good. Oh. Uh, from one food story to another, we're going to talk about the NFL making, making a hard switch here. Uh, the NFL has released their concessions. The list of their strange and unusual foods that they have. Uh, for once, uh, the Cowboys did not make the list. Wow, really? Yeah. What are we doing? I think the ballpark always makes, for as far as the the yeah. baseball is concerned, the ballpark is always up there. Yeah, they always have like ginormous, like three pound hot dogs yeah. or different kinds of like random stuff. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Texans, the Chiefs, uh, the Seahawks, Philly. Uh, sorry, the Steelers, uh, the 49ers, and the Lions all made the list. The Lions have desert nachos, which are tortilla chips dusted with cinnamon and sugar. All right, I, I can okay. dance with that. Yeah, no. Uh, San Francisco 49ers have the um, crab pretzel. I, again, I'm crab pretzel. Yeah, I could the the uh, yeah the pretzel that. the baguette. Uh, with a knuckle of claw meat on there, what? so some crab claw meat. That's good. Okay, sure. Yeah, I only in San Francisco. I guess yeah. that work. I, I can't see anyone from Pittsburgh being like, "I'll have the." It's also thirty-seven dollars. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Right. Uh, the Steelers have the North Shore uh, potato and cheese filled. Um, I can't pronounce the word. P i e r o g i. Pierogi? Pierogi, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, which are basically like, like potato pillows that you would just yeah, yeah. stuff in your mouth. Well, that, that's, sign that's me fine. up for that. That sounds yeah. all right. Uh, the Chiefs have the Kingdom Inferno chicken salad, which is basically just a hot chicken salad with hot, the hottest pepper known to man. And why would you want to have a Carolina Reaper salad? That doesn't make sense yeah, to me I'm at curious. all. Like, well, I'm we told you there were going to be what hot topics. I want to do is totally ruin you, all my no, yeah. You know why. For your goofy friends who dare you to do it. And they're sure. like, I'll buy you a beer if you eat the stupid salad. That's and like and Instagram, right? Like yeah, that's, that's, yes. that's buying just, that yeah. for somebody and saying, here, watch my buddy eat the, yeah. the hot yeah. salad. Totally. Uh, the, and the Cardinals with the o only actual football-themed one, and it's a gridiron challenge burger, which this is something that I would be, if I lived in Arizona, I would be tempted to do. It is a $75 masterpiece with three, well, sorry, with five, one-third pound. So 
It's like a pound and a half. Pound and a half, or a pound and two thirds. Yeah, Uh, five hot dog, five brats, eight (sighs) sides of bacon, three, uh, eight chicken tenders, twenty slices of American cheese, uh, and with fries and tanker sauce, and it's stacked on a ten-inch bun. Wow, I was gonna say seventy-five dollars is rich, but that's that's a lot of. That's a lot of food. Yeah, you're getting a lot of mileage out it's of that. It's still ballpark prices, right? Anywhere I else, guess, that'd be, but, that'd but be a that's, flat 50. That's a, that's a one burger. All that's one burger. Yeah. Eight pieces of bacon? <laughs> 20 slices of American like five cheese? five hot dogs? Is that yeah. What? Yeah. You got no five, five hot dogs, dollars. That's and crap. five brats. All right. That, 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 that's How like that? that's that's hot dog, brat, hot dog. You cut them in half. Yeah. Like Anna's just shaking her head. And this is what Americans do. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> fine ways. Listen, Welcome Anna. To All right. Yeah. We're, We're going to lay it out ways. for you. Well, I'm, I'm pulling this face, but at the same time, I'm remembering these Portuguese sandwich, which has beef and sausage and uh, ham and like yeah, bread. And I'm into whatever's happening cheese. there. Yeah, that sounds oh great. Oh my god, it's delicious. So I'm kind of like, hey, yay, but at the same time, like, eh, I, I don't, it. I don't go to the ballpark enough to to know the answer to this. But if if I'm wrong, all right, okay. I want, or if I'm right, I should say, mm-hmm. I, I want to get, I, I want to get, get it out now here on the lunch break. Yeah, make my claim uh, that I was the first to come up with this brilliant idea. So if it ever comes around, this is recorded proof that I'm brilliant. Okay, uh, and I I am owed dividends. Uh, the State Fair of Texas, they ever do any crossover with any of the... Like, <laughs> seriously, no. why, why not take like the top five big Tex finalists or something and yeah. like stick them in the ballpark? Because the State Fair like of Texas doesn't want to lose their revenue. Right, but right. like after the fair's over, like whatever the winner is of like the big Tex Choice Award or whatever, or, like the three winners, because I think they got sweet, savory, and most creative or something, stick those in the ballpark all year or something. Like immortalize yeah, them for, for, a, for a perennial year. Like you can get that item. Uh, in some form or fashion. I mean, it's state fair food. They make them in fryers. They're supposed to be made fast. It's not like you can't immediately turn that over and sell mm-hmm. it to people for a profit. Like, I just was surprised there's well, the never timing, any the timing would be weird because the, so the state fair is September, October, which uh-huh. is about when playoffs baseball season is wrapping up. So then you'd have a whole off season until you get back around to what That's April. Right. Um, the last chance to before get that sweet item back. Plus, those people at the state fair, they buy the rights to sell those foods. So now you're going right. into the ballpark saying, hey, we want to have our own thing, which is take away from the ballpark yeah. concessions. The ballpark's not hurting for concessions. You're already there. Right. You're already buying the cheap hot dogs and the you know the twenty dollar not. It's nachos. probably that neither neither entity needs it. Yeah, so I just, it's probably the. I the, suppose you're right, but the people need it. Damn it, that's what's idea. important. Yeah, but then you lose the the special and the need for going to go, to go to the state fair to actually eat it. it just seemed weird. I don't know. We, get, we this is Texas. All right, we have the we have the fattest city in America over here. Uh, what are we What are we doing? How do we not have like some sweet cross promotion between How the big are we tech the choice fattest awards? city? It's not. That's not accurate. We're not the fattest city. I saw I saw you, a study sir? last week. How I, dare you? Reliable numbers. I'm sure. I'm sure Cincinnati disagrees. Yeah, no, Houston might have something to say about that. It's always like Mississippi. They're always somewhere in there for some <laughs> strange reason. I, Houston's what fourth? I think. Yeah, that's I who know. I was talking about. That's yeah, and yeah. I'm from there, so I feel okay about saying that. Uh, so while we're on the NFL, I I probably shouldn't bring this up. Like, there's a part of me that's Here saying, don't don't talk about. How this. could we not? 
there's a small part of me saying this is a really bad idea. Uh-huh. But I, I, I want to get this out there. And feel free to jump in the comments. I see uh, Seth Dinson has joined us, I'm sure. He'll be giving us I'm his, curious to catch his, his hot take. Yeah. 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 So with the Nike, uh, the Nike ad that has come out, uh, they've they have four of them that came that came out. Uh, the only one that's getting any sort of attention at all um, yeah. is the one with uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, uh, that is the only one. They did have a really cool one with a guy who's a running back in college, and he's missing an arm. I didn't even hear about this guy, but he's missing a hand. Sorry, his hand is gone, hmm. and he's a running back, which is it's important to have both of those uh, to run. But he the, the ads to something like "Who believed I could go pro?" Me. Uh, they're really cool. No, kind it's of nice. Ad. Yeah, it's an ad. Yeah. It's a nice, nice I know, visual I'm, thing. You can be skeptical if you want to, but no, that, I, I believe I like seeing that. You know, he's he's trying. Fine, I get all that. Uh-huh. Um, and the other players too all have little inspirational things. I want to say Great. Serena Williams was in there. I think yeah. she's got a thing. Yeah, because uh, it says women from Compton don't play tennis. They own it or they dominate. One of those something things. like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, my only issue I had with with it. Um, and again, I'm not going back to should you or shouldn't you not kneel. That's to me is a, is a moot point. Uh, my only problem with this campaign is it paints a narrative of someone that is not accurate. Okay. It is painting a narrative of Colin Kaepernick of being that he sacrificed his NFL career, put his career on the line for a cause that he believed in and wanted to bring attention to, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the NFL totally threw him to the curb because right. of Right, that's the only reason he's not playing football today is because he took a knee. Hence, hence the lawsuit, uh, right. hence the lawsuit um, that he has against the NFL currently. I suppose we need to let the courts decide whether or not that's accurate. Because, I mean, that's that's what they're doing. They're getting a jury to put together yeah. to, like, decide whether or not that's that, legit. Everyone, sorry, the people that I've read uh, have said there's no way that'll that'll go. I, like, there's too many things in evidence. that, that it, right. A lot of circumstantial evidence is what they have. They have no hard facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the fact that there are still, you know, Dozens and dozens of players who kneel or all last season right. and are still playing in the NFL is a great case in point uh, to argue his his side. Right. My my issue with this is that he was already cut. So if the t- the timeline is what I look at the timeline of the story, uh, he first kneeled at the beginning of the season in 2016, when he first I think took took a knee. Uh-huh. And he was already second string. He was no longer the starter. He was taken out the following year from a starter after throwing for four yards and three quarters. Uh, that does not make a starting quarterback. He was benched that game and never started again. Mm-hmm. Um, the next season, he began to take a knee. Uh, sorry, began to take a knee and saying it was for uh, bringing awareness to Black Lives Matter, which, by the way, was on every single national TV news headline. Um, I think we were all very aware that was going on. But again, beside the point, it's his right to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it paints this narrative that this guy sacrificed a career, and that, to me, isn't accurate. He didn't sacrifice no, a career. I, I mean, like, all the only thing you have to do is look at Michael Vick, right? Michael Vick convicted or uh, pleaded yep. guilty to fighting dogs, you know, uh, getting dogs to murder each other, basically, yep. torture of animals. He goes to jail, comes out, he plays, he's back in the NFL. So it's if if you're if you're good enough, it doesn't matter what you do. 
I mean, the Cowboys have proved this. It doesn't matter what you do. They'll pick you up for any reason if, if you're good enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it's a little bit of a twisted narrative that yeah. if not for him taking a knee, then he would still be playing in the NFL. Um, <clears throat> as far as Nike's concerned, I mean, I, I'm sure Nike made a calculated decision. Sure. One, like, uh, I've seen a lot of people be very cynical about it and saying it's merely business. I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think you make this ad with, without somebody there saying, I want to make a statement about this. You know, yeah. I, I believe in this because you could have gone you could have picked anybody else uh there are a million other uh good stories that like the other ones that you mentioned so you could have picked anybody else somebody said hey i I think we ought to make this statement i think we ought to get behind this guy and then they looked at the numbers and they said you know what we can we can endorse him for this much money he's not playing in the nfl so he's probably a little cheaper than everybody else Uh, we can endorse him for this much we'll get this much out of it um yeah some some people are gonna be stupid and cut the nike logos (laughs) off their off their socks but like who cares right yeah um so yeah, I, I think I think at the end of the day, if it didn't make business sense, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. But still, I do think they're trying to wade into the public discourse. On yeah, this. sure. And I think uh, the Wall Street Journal had an article about this today, um, and they were saying they're paying him the, the the NFL starter rate, so he's getting paid okay. the same as every other athlete, which is a multi million dollar contract, rate. which is impressive. Which is, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if they would have paid him less, that would have been a huge black eye for them. Maybe. Uh, so but he's also not a he's also not, not a starter. <laughs> so, he's but, not going to be wearing their stuff on game day. Um, the they interviewed the CEO or one of the one, one of the top managers, one of the top brass for Sasakani. Am I saying that right? Sure. Yeah. It's a Sasakani. It's, it's, yeah. it's a shoe line. It's and a he county. said, "Look, yeah." He goes, "Nike can do this because they have they have the the uh, the funds to ba- weather any short term adverse effect." Like they can take a hit now. He goes in the long run. This will be seen as a very progressive. Uh, you know, it fits more in a line with their their company, um, their consumer, which is the eighteen to thirty five year old. Yeah. Uh, it fits much more in line with those consumers than it does uh, the p- people who are cutting the logos off their socks, which tend to be uh, the thirty five to fifty five year old. Uh, and you know, upset. and you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm, I promise you, six months, a year from now, when they go to the store to buy new socks, they're just going to pick up Nike socks. So they like Nike socks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who, who remembers uh, the controversy around? I mean, I'm sure some people do remember the controversy around Chick Fil A, but you know what? They're doing fine. Yep. I still see Yeti coolers everywhere, even though they dropped their support of the NRA. I, I like, you yeah. know, it's, it's this stuff. It, it boils up and then it immediately dissipates. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm sure. The, the people who are burning their own shoes because they're mad at Nike are going to are going to buy a Nike product again. Maybe not all of them, but I bet a lot of them are. Right. I, I think um, the advantage Kaepernick has here and Nike is is just flat out ignorance. Um, and I'll, I'll explain why, because we've talked about this before. I'm terrible at sports. There's a lot of people I don't know in sports. I don't. I don't there's a lot of sports <laughs> I don't know how they work, man. I, it's true. We had a quiz the other day about what was his name uh, on Twitter. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say the Hall of Famer that came in. It wasn't Peyton office. Manning. Troy Aikman. Yeah, Troy Aikman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked Anna. We had a little contest. Who knows less about, less about Troy Aikman? And you two were, were both very disappointed in both of us. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a Hall of Famer who was uh, in yesterday, Tim, Tim Brown. Tim, Tim Brown. Yeah, he was on Ballers on HBO. And I was like, no idea. No clue. Who also had a like, really long career in the NFL I'm sure Hall of Fame. I'm sure he's very accomplished. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. The thing with getting a, Just lot, for the record. getting a lot of laughs on Facebook. The thing with Colin Kaepernick is, as somebody who knows almost nothing about sports, there's a lot of athletes I don't know who have done a lot more than Colin Kaepernick. But I know who Colin Kaepernick is. And at some point in this kid's life, guy's life, I should clarify, 
somewhere along the way, he decided, you know what? Maybe this football thing isn't working out for me. Maybe I don't want to do football. Whatever he decided, there was an ideological shift. It's, I'm not going to do this thing I've been training my whole life for. I'm going to do this now, right? Sure. I'm, will, I'm willing to, to duck out of this organization, probably because he sucked. I get it. Like, it's fine. But as somebody who doesn't keep up with sports, I don't know that. I, don't, I haven't seen those numbers. I don't know anything about that. But I do know that this guy is making headlines for this. He is relevant. He is news. And but Nike he shouldn't be. Sure. But as again, somebody who doesn't know any of that, like I wouldn't know any better. Like in, in the in the court of public opinion, Colin Kaepernick is in a better spot than a lot of people. Um, and Nike is aware of that. They're a big brand. They know that. Yeah. And so aligning themselves with him, like it's exactly that. It makes news. People turn their heads. And while some people will burn Nike products, other people will double down and yep. can't wait to yep. go buy more Nike stuff. So at the end of the day. It's a win-win for both of them. Yeah. And yeah. besides, he's, he's getting a starter contract or whatever, which is great. More money for him. So, uh, right? Didn't you say that? For, from Nike, Nike he's getting Nike. paid the same as what He's a, getting paid a, a NFL starting player right. rate. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 I guess it comes down to like that idea of like truth and reality and what is real and yeah. what isn't. And, and like at the end of the day, what people think matters more than sure. tr truth. And, yeah. Yeah, that's Colin Kaepernick. That's just one of the things that, you know, it's, yeah, I've, I've heard of people who are protesting the NFL, uh, not because of this. Uh, they're, they're burning their shoes. And again, I stand, not, a boycott very rarely works. Yeah. Uh, I can think of a couple of examples in history where a boycott actually did something. Unless you're a, a, a nation and you can put sanctions on another country, then those tend to kind of work out. But a grassroots boycott uh, those very rarely pan out well and and i don't want to i don't want to tell people that um <clears throat> if you feel strongly about it sure um which you know reasonable people reasonable people can disagree on this issue um uh if you feel strongly about it and you don't want to support nike that's fine don't you know no one is forcing you to, to buy nike products i would i would encourage you that if you do have stuff that you don't feel like wearing anymore go donate it yeah don't just burn it like an right. idiot like or, and don't cut it up for the, like for the go, likes on social media yeah go, but again, go those are not reasonable people no right. they're not they're not but i mean this is like uh, this is even more evidence that uh that you know your heart's i think not maybe in the right place uh if you're so mad that they put a guy's face on an ad that you're, that you're going to burn your shoes yeah. rather than, say, maybe give them to somebody who needs shoes and doesn't really care yeah. whether they're Nike or, or they're uh, whatever. Whatever they are. I, that's one of the things that bothers me. I think I texted you guys the little, like, shade that was being thrown at Nike. Oh, my. Uh, and then yeah. Google yeah. Google <laughs> ju jumped in. If you could find that text chain. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. But, like, that's, that's, again, like, on the other side of that coin, yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed at the, at the narrative that Colin Kaepernick has somehow got himself into. Where everyone oh, sure. forgets, I, yeah. Everyone forgets that that you know there's actual NFL players who did lose out on contracts. There's a Hall of Fame safety out there. I forget his, I forget his first name. His last name is Green. Um, who has a much better case for not getting picked up in the yeah. NFL because of his stance uh, toward toward the way that he feels like African Americans are being treated in this country. Right. Uh, there's a much better argument to be made there mm -hmm. uh, for him than for a guy that was already benched as a starter had a whole season and didn't play a game was a huge distraction the entire time mm -hmm. um, and became even more of a distraction uh, after after you know he got benched no um, yeah be, being annoyed is the correct answer because it's it's uh, it's not reality yeah and you, yeah. you know that you can you can you can look at his stats and be like no he wasn't that good but like 
He was me, great. Me and half the other Joes out there yeah. have no idea yeah. about that. Like he, so, yeah. he was great when he first came on the scene and he first started playing. He was phenomenal. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he just got the case of the case of the blues, but he 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 lost his touch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when people lose their mind, they become irrational and make up of the facts to back up their support. I think that's what Don in this case was doing. Right. Yeah. Um, this was uh, Don posted some woman named Don. Um, Posting it on, I guess this looks like Facebook. Yeah, where she was saying um, uh, people need to remember the company is not an American company. <laughs> um, Nike responds with saying uh, we're based in uh, Oregon. Oregon is in America. Um, <laughs> just in case you're curious, yeah, she says just because your headquarters is in Oregon doesn't mean you're American. Google is in California, uh, but uh, but is nationally owned. Google isn't an American company either. And then Google writes back down here at the bottom. Uh, we're based in California. California is in America, but we get what you're saying. We're technically in America, but we operate globally, kind of like how you're in Wisconsin, but operate ignorantly. <laughs> That's like, man, like That's whoever did great. that, you know, when they, they hit send, they were like, nice. Yep. They were That's oh, a yeah. sick, Felt good about sick that one. burn. Doing it under the Google banner. Yeah. 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 Again, but I, 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 I support both Nike and Google's right to do that. But I think I support Nike's right to say this is who we want to have on ads this is who we want to want to put on billboards i'm annoyed at the narrative uh but obviously i think it is a smart move on nike and if i was in the boardroom maybe i would have done the exact same thing i think they're going to see much more dividends than they are going to see backlash in the in the the long term yeah god (laughs) just such a big part of that is because boycotts don't work anyway yeah we should probably move on to something else I, i don't know if i have much more to say about this don't look at me. So like <laughs> sports and what, what was, what was well, another one of those hot topics we teased? Uh, we're gonna take a know. quick, huh? Go ahead. You have something to say, Matt? No. Okay, we're gonna take a quick, uh, quick break. When we come back, though, we're gonna be talking about another story. I'm looking up up right now. What was it? We already teased it once. Um, oh, Zach's story? Yeah, Zach's story. We have we have yeah. a, we have a uh, oh yeah a birthday like, a birthday so, fail yeah. coming at, at you next. <laughs> Stop. We are the Lunch Break Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for now. Uh, we are here. Uh, it's me, Zach, Anna, and Matt. And we're talking about a... a and again, I'm calling it a birthday fail. You said stop. But um, today is is your lovely, lovely girlfriend's birthday. It is. I wanted to give her a shout out on the show. Happy birthday, Christine. Lovely 27 years old. Nice. It, that, that's a great year. Great yeah, year. that's not bad. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, 27. 27. Man, what a year. It all comes together. Um, <laughs> so right now, she is out. Uh, took, she took the day off. She, yeah, she takes the day off on her birthday. She's out gallivanting around Dallas. How do we feel about that, by the way? I don't, don't want to... 
I don't I don't want to um, start any uh, well funny, any shade here. But how do we feel about taking the day story, off on your birthday? We had a we had a birthday yesterday in the office for a certain somebody that doesn't yeah. like birthdays. I said I don't like birthdays. Uh huh. Like I, I just to me birthday because so the third was actually my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was on Labor Day, Memorial Day, yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day, Labor Day, Labor Day. It is Labor Day. <laughs> it's Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the third. Uh, and for me, like I just like I didn't do anything for my birthday. I didn't like d- deserve any like high praise or to have the whole office stop down and like sure. seeing. Like, I kidding. didn't. I was just born. Like I, yeah. I had no control over that. It wasn't like that's my anniversary or that's uh, the day I graduated or some sort of like big event that I accomplished something. Just the day I was born. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that's not a universal thought process. For me, that's how I feel. Right. So here's my thing. I, I'm similar. Uh, I actually used to take my birthday off. That used to be a thing I did. And a couple years ago, I did it. And the lovely folks here at Real News PR sent me a very lovely, you might remember this, a very lovely video uh-huh. uh, where they had ordered Tiff Streets to the office. And I wasn't there uh, because I took the day off for my birthday and nobody looked at the calendar to be aware that I was going to be gone. And that sounds I, about right. I told everybody and every, like I told people I'm not going to be here tomorrow and like everybody was cool with it. And then things show up for my birthday and I'm not here. So they sent me a video and everybody's like, you suck. You're the worst. Like you didn't show up for your own birthday celebration. I'm the same way. I don't like opening gifts in front of people. I don't like people singing happy birthday to me. I, I don't like going to a restaurant and, hey, it's it, put the hat on and everybody, all the way to sing. All that. I don't want any of it. Like, I never have. I don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't like this idea that there's one day arbitrarily to celebrate something in my life that for everybody else is not particularly important. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just another day. And, and I'm cool with that. Like, that's me personally. Yeah. Celebrating other people's birthday, I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to sing. Like, I will, uh, gifts and cards, like, I'm all for it. Can we as a culture agree that the birthday song is too long? Sure. It takes way too long to get through. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay. All right. Happy birthday to you. Done. Yeah. That's all yeah. you need. All right. I've jingle every yeah. like just a quick. Every time I hear the birthday song, song in, a, in a large group of people, it sounds like a dirge. Like everybody is just <laughs> completely, well, completely yeah. not not into it. No one is into singing that song. Right. And and Anna. I, I clearly have thoughts on this. How? Yeah, because the Portuguese song is different. Oh, is it? Yeah. What? Okay. Well, do you mind? Please. Go ahead. Do I need to sing it? Yep. In it's Portuguese. Long. Go ahead. Okay, well, is it long? Yeah. long Don't that's ask a problem. me to translate it back because it will take Got me forever. It. All right. Okay, here's a couple bars. All right. Parabéns a você nesta data querida. Muitas felicidades. Muitos anos de vida. And this is the second part that normally everyone speeds up. Hoje é dia de festa. Cantam as nossas almas para a menina. Or menino, depending on if it's girl, yeah, girl or boy. boy yeah. um, uma salva de palmas. Woo! So you sing it twice. You, you sing just it, you say go boy? Happy birthday, boy or no. girl? No. Then you insert name, but you have oh. the gender. Okay, so right. you, you have the menino or menina um, being girl or boy, and then you say their name. Um, boy Josh. Boy Josh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like normally, hang on. Because it sounds pretty similar to Happy Birthday to You. It does, but it's a, the, the tune is similar. It's a little bit more, and this is going to sound lyri- because people The lyrics sing it. are different. It's a little bit more sing-songy because you're saying it in a different language and it's got a little bit more something to it. Ours, you're right. It sounds yeah. like, like everyone's Happy Birthday. Like, nobody cares, right? <laughs> everybody just wants a cake and go back to their office. Yeah. Like, that's what they want. 
and like you're right though the two bars is rough like you'd sing it twice that's too much yeah. that's like that's like the joker at every birthday party just like, and many more oh, stop get out of here <laughs> get out of here is, is that guy worse or the guy that does the high harmonies which one is the worst what's the high harmonies when you do then you go like hey I feel like it's probably the same guy in both. <laughs> yeah. oh, I think man. it's in Spain or Mexico where the song is like long. It's like, it's like excruciating bane of long lyrics. I don't wanna, I don't I don't want to lose the thread here, but personally sure. I don't think there's a problem with taking the day off. All right, for sure. your right. Okay. I used to do Fair it enough. until coworkers griefed me to There'll I be some disagreement it. here, but that's yeah. fine. Someday I'll do it again and it'll happen again. But like that's just and, and honestly, like why not treat yourself with a day off on your birthday? Like why not why not have a Ferris Bueller day where you blow the day off and go to a ball game or the zoo or something and do your own thing? Like what better way to like, celebrate you than actually enjoying life instead of being in your office? I mean, look, I, I, I may throw shade at it, but my, my birthday falls around Martin Luther King Junior Day, and yeah. usually we would have that day off uh, in school, or like we would, you know, we would have a, a yeah a Monday off, and so I would always consider that. Oh, yeah, I got the I got the Monday off for my birthday. Yeah. Um. So I'm not I'm not hating on not it, not but it does it. it does feel like a thing that if you're, you know, I I don't know if you're in your 20s, knock yourself out. I feel like if you're 40, <laughs> if you're 40 years okay. old and you're taking the day off for your birthday, what are you doing? Like Maybe. no nobody nobody cares that you're taking the day off for your birthday. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you get to get to go to the doctor, get caught up right. all, yeah. all your all oh, your tests. Yeah. Yeah. Test. yeah. Oh God. I'll be honest. I like it. I like it. I like coming to work. Because, I mean, what am I saying? Like, last birthday uh, this year? This year we went away. Uh -huh, but my course. birthday was on the weekend, though. Mm. But I don't know. I like the thing about just having some thing to, like, go through my day and then appreciate when I get to the uni. It's like, yes, I do what I want. Sure. Rather than yeah. doing what I want the whole day. Okay. So here's, Sorry to derail. Yeah, so here's here's the dilemma we're facing. It's not so, a dilemma. So Christine is, is off having a wonderful time. Well, it's just now starting to pour down rain. So. Well, she's in Fort Worth, so maybe she's dodging that. There yeah, you go. We'll so uh, she's she's at, at the zoo enjoying herself. Here Here's the dilemma, because right. you said you said to her uh, last night, you're like, hey, dear, darling. Well, let me, okay, let me build this up a little bit before Please. you get to it. She did this last year. She took the day off for her birthday. And last year I had said, hey, I'll take the day off too. That'll be great. We'll go to the zoo. We'll go to the Perot. We'll do something neat. Uh, and then I forgot and didn't do it. So this year, That's like, good. That's like really the good. day after last year, no lie, I scrolled all the way ahead in Google Calendar to September 5th, 2018. It was like, Zach is gone. Like, I was out. Thank you. <laughs> I was you trying want, to you get want it. Hit it, hit yeah, it there it is. There you go. Uh, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to take the day off and I wanted to, you know, but last year, she posted to social media, she posted to Facebook about it, and I felt bad because on her birthday, there's all these photos of her on the internet alone. And I was like, man, that's not a great look. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the boyfriend, I should be there, you know? I should uh -huh. be the one taking the photos at yeah. least. Uh, I need I, to be in every aspect of her life. Right, naturally, uh, being the selfish cynic that I am, I yeah. felt, well, this looks, <laughs> this reflects poorly on me. Yeah. Like, this is, this is bad for me. Sure. So, I told her about it, and I said, listen, next year I want to take the day off. She said, great. And then coming up on it, sorry, coming up on it this year, about a month ago, I said, hey, I've got the day blocked off on my calendar. I'm ready to take the day off. She said, for what? I said, your birthday. She goes, oh, why? I was like, Be because like it's last year I forgot. And this year I figured I'd take the day off and we'd go do something. She's like, oh, I mean, you can, I guess. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? You can, I guess. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to... 
Let me. <laughs> that's, that, that's the sound that should be going off in your head. That's the sound of the police. Yeah. Right. You can, I guess. Like, what is that? What, I'm not invited? Like, what are you, what were you not planning on having me? And she goes, well, no, it's not that. It's just last year I had a really good time, like, mm. doing my own thing. And we talked about this at work. This is when this first came up. Matt uh -huh. was the first one to point out, honestly, going to the zoo at the museum by myself, like, that might be really cool. I could go I'm not my opposed own to the idea. Yeah, yeah. I could do my own thing. Like, I kind of like that. And me, I, personally, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know that I've ever been to the zoo or a museum with somebody with, that we have the same pace as far as... Like wanting to look at things or yeah, never hang out with the animals no. or spend another five minutes at the cheetah cheetah exhibit because they're not can't quite see them yet, right? Um, or you know read something in a museum. So yeah, the idea of going on my own and being able I'm no one's gonna pull me away from the freaking earthquake exhibit at the at the museum because I'm gonna get to do it, right? Um, but if it's your birthday, no one should pull you away. Period. Your your job as a significant other on their birthday is to do whatever they want to oh, do. Don't act like that's how it goes down. That's how it goes down for me when my wife wants to do something. <laughs> oh on her well, birthday. excuse me. Yeah, I am yeah. there. I am a I am a people pleaser. I forgot I was talking to the man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but King, King yeah. of the Castle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. Now, I wouldn't ever be like, uh, no, you're forbidden from coming to my my birthday celebration or anything like that. No, and that didn't happen. But yeah. it, was, it was just a little little bit of pushback that I wasn't expecting when it was like, wait, you actually want to? Okay, I guess you can if you want. You don't have yeah. to. And, and the fact is, like, man... I'm fabulous, all right? If you want me right. somewhere, you tell me calm, you want me to be down. there, and I'll make it happen. <laughs> but if you're going to be like, I guess you can come along if you want, I, I you can have it, all right? You, you go do your, your cool thing. I'm going to get some work done, and I'll see. I'll catch you on the other side. And that's what it was. I was like, listen, you want me to be there, I'm there. But if you're going to be ambiguous about it, you, that's it. Like, I, yeah. I'm going to work. Like, I, you know, I got things to do here. I had to come here for the lunch break today right now yeah. so I could talk about this. And, and she was just ambivalent, you know? And, and I told her, we talked about this after you and I talked about it. I, I got home, I'm like, well, Matt said this. And she <laughs> don't said, put, don't, put, don't put me. No, 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 no. I, I, said, I said, oh, here's what Matt said. And she, she said, Matt and I would probably get along really well because that's, that's how I feel. And Maybe I said, I should have taken the day off. So do you, yeah. So do you, uh, you know, hanging out. do you want to go to the zoo alone? What do you want to do? And it was just, it was the whole way, complete ambiguity. I, I you do you, you do what you want. Yeah. It's up to you. So I told her, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, putting back on schedule then. I'm going to work. And she's like, okay. I'm like, you're cool with that. She's like, yeah. I'm like, this is on, this is on you. I'm not, I'm not taking a hit for this. Like if you, <laughs> oh, sir. if you're, if you like this, this one's on, this is your game. And yeah. she was like, <laughs> you, you can't say I'm not taking a hit for this. That, that means you're going to be taking a hit for this. You've already not, set yourself no, up right, no, to sir. take a hit. Yeah. Not, not in my house. That is not, that is not <laughs> excuse us. Play. Yeah. You, you chumps may have fallen into the rut you're in, but yeah. me, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm not. That, that, if you're setting up the precursor for, hey, I don't want you to get mad at me, Look, but no, that's what's going to happen. No, this is the same reason I, I'm willing to stay up late and play video games, okay? Because I'm going to be me, and that's that's how, I, that's how I'm going to mm -hmm. do a relationship. And if I'm going to be anything less than me, there's no point in doing it. Like, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be myself, and this is how I roll. And if it doesn't work, that's a bummer. But, like, at least I wasn't lying to myself along the way, all right? I'm going to play my game by my rules. And if I find somebody out there who's willing to play that too, what a great deal we've got worked out, yeah. right? 
But if I have to be dishonest and, and be somebody I'm not, what's the point? What's Wait, it all for? Stop. What's the meaning? Stop grandstanding. <laughs> so, we're all somebody that we're not when you're in a relationship. I'm not. You're, there's a you, little you part of concessions you. for the other yes, person. Yes. No. I, I love my wife, and I know that she's watching right now. She is. And there are things when you stop being a you and you become a we. Yeah. There's things that you have to do. There's little parts of yourself that you have to go, it's more important to give up this small part of me to become a we. Well, sure. But you can't be this independent lone ranger and expect some person, whether that's a man or a woman, to just be waiting at home for your whim to come by and say hi to them. Like, there has to be a, I know that that I want to do this, but it's more important to me that you're happy. Right. And so I'm going to, I'm going to sacrifice the I for the we. Right. That has to happen. Yeah, if that it doesn't does. happen, you're never going to find something where I'll be me all the time yeah. and do what I want to do. And then you're gonna if be you cool want to stand beside me and watch what I do, then great. Sure. Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't exist. I I, I agree to a point. Uh, I think it's easy to fall down that slippery slope and end up in a place where you're not yourself. And, and I think you got to find that fine balance, and you got to say, look, look, here's here's what I stand for, and here's what I'm 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 willing to do because I I, I think you're great, and I want to be a part of what you're doing. Sure. Right? Uh, I think there's a there's a fine line there, and maybe a birthday isn't is is over that line. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't I don't think it is. Like no. Well, I okay, so just ask yourself if um <clears throat> you know all the mixed messaging or whatever aside, because I've come to learn none of that stuff means anything. Like. You you could be dealing with somebody and they'll say one thing mm -hmm. and what they're really thinking is you shouldn't have to be asking me this question. I'm mad at you, so <laughs> I'm not. You know, like I were were I in your shoes, I would be thinking, gosh, I should have just taken the day off because clearly what she's saying right now is well, I mean, it didn't mean anything to you. It wasn't important to you. So right, uh, it, yeah, you don't have to go because you clearly don't want to go anyway. Um, and and playing it off that way. Mm -hmm. That's that's you know. That's what I would read from that situation. But I would I would just say, if in your heart, do you believe that she would have enjoyed spending the day with you? Yes right. or no? No, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> there you go. But I guess you made the right decision. Hear yeah. me out. Hear me yeah. out. I, like, I, uh, I knew a guy that, that was a friend in college right his dad uh, had recently gone through a divorce and it was kind of it was kind of nasty but only on one side because he, he had been he'd been married to this woman for a while and this woman was crazy about him and, and the dad told her listen every weekend I, I like going out and I like going fishing that's my thing every weekend that is what I do I, I like on the I'll work hard and I'll do my thing but like on the weekends I'm going to the cabin I'm going fishing that's how dad did it it's how America does it it's worked out pretty well so far so we get down to it, and, and after a few years, you know, she she goes with him every weekend. She hangs out at the cabin. She hangs out in the boat, and she gets bored because she hasn't been fishing her whole life. Like she's not into it, right? So eventually, she doesn't go out on the boat. Then suddenly, a few years later, she's not going to the cabin, and she starts to resent him for it because every weekend the guy goes to the cabin. But he told her from the very beginning, "Listen, this is what I'm about. I like fishing. I'm gonna be me." And so at some point, she decides, "You know what? I'm not into this anymore, and I don't want to do it." And she never really was into it in the first place. She was just making concessions because she wanted to please this person she liked. And he did too, but he was also honest and said that he liked fishing. 
But and like, I think it's important you not to see draw the, that distinction. Do you not see like the contradiction in that statement? She's making concessions yeah. to please the person that she loves. He is not making any concessions. I don't yeah. care what you say at the beginning. Right. Uh, you at some point you'd be like, you know what? I I I'm, I know you don't really. I mean, you could tell. You could tell right. in that situation that she's not enjoying herself. Totally. And it's so a, it's, you could say, you know what? At this, I don't have to go fishing every weekend. I don't have to go fishing every weekend. <laughs> and the guy's stubborn. I agree. I, you know, you could say. I, you know what? This weekend, we'll get to do whatever it is you want to yeah. do. Because sure. that's, that's her weekend, too. Uh, yeah, it takes yep. two to tango. It takes two to get a divorce. I get that. But if, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I go to the, you know, if, I, if, if I'm the kind of person that'll go to an art museum and, and I find myself enjoying it the most when I have a pair of headphones in and I'm alone and I'm not with anybody, it's difficult for me to think that there's a possibility that there's somebody else in the world, especially the person who is closest to me, who kind of feels the same way sometimes. Yeah, uh, we're not saying in this, for instance, you made a mistake. If you genuinely feel like she's like, hey, you know what? I like doing this by myself. Yeah. Then you're fine. But there's the whole sense of like, for some reason, a lot of people feel that way. And I did too, whenever I was not married. Yeah. Like when, when I get married, I'm going to, you know, bought a, and I had a whole list of things that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And none of those things got done. Uh, because in actuality, you realize I, I want to keep my wife happy and she does things because she wants to keep me happy. Mm. And it's that parable yeah. about the watch and the comb and the whole thing. Uh, whereas when we first got married, uh, she would go with me over to my friend's house and we would sit around and play Call of Duty together. Yeah. She didn't want to be there. It was something that she, and she had fun, I think, but it wasn't like her like ideal Saturday night to eat pizza and drink beer and play video games. That was mm. my ideal Saturday night. Right, uh, and she would like sit in the back and like read her book and have a good time. Uh, but you know, as we grew older, like those things changed, and I don't do that anymore. I don't go over to, to a guy's house until two a.m. One because we have a baby, uh, uh, which changes everything. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it's one of those deals that as you grow, you have to grow together. Mm. You can't be this oak that goes. I will not be bending or sh- or moving. Otherwise, you have that where they they're fine with it for a while, and they realize there's no give. Right. This guy and those those relationships break every single time, or they become this loveless, like we're just cohabitating <laughs> situation where it's you go fishing, I'll go with my girlfriends, and we'll never talk to each other again. And I've known relationships that have gone that way as well. It's just important, I think, to kind of have a little like if you're not married, realize that marriages mean compromise. It means giving up what you want. To, to, to help the other as long as they're giving up part of what they want to make yeah. you happy. Yeah, I think that's it, that's the key. It's like you're it's not about changing yourself. It's about your priorities change, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it, things that were important to you whenever you were single or not married or I, I don't even think married marriage has to be the, the thing that changes no. it. It's just, you know, as, as time goes on. Those things become, I think, less important, and it's not a matter of I'm, you know, I'm not who I once was. It's a matter of I'm, I am who I am now, and my part of my things that are priorities for me are, you know, you know, making compromises and keeping the other person happy. Right. This is a a strangely serious topic we got <laughs> yeah. on here. Yeah. Uh, can I offer a footnote to this? Yeah, please. Because uh, I don't know if I filled you guys in on what we did instead of this. All right. We talked about it. Right. We decided I'm not going to go to the zoo. Instead, I bought tickets to Perot on Monday. We went. Spent the whole day there. It was great. There you Took go. her to dinner after. Like, it was a good time. Oh, good. Hung out. Uh, and then tonight, I'm getting out a little early, which is cool, uh, to uh, take her to dinner, give her a couple of gifts. I think it'll be good. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, we did go out. We did yeah. go do yeah. a thing yeah. for a day. I mean, yeah, it started off being kind of a gag. I'm like, ha ha ha, you made a mistake. What a louse. Yeah, what a louse. Uh, obviously, <laughs> we very know, quickly. Yeah, we obviously, it. you know, you're a caring, you're compassionate, you Thank care you. about her deeply. We know all those things to be actually true. Well, yeah, but it broke off into a more serious conversation because I've known people before who have had that like I'm set in my ways. Yeah. Um, and and I don't want to. I don't want to change who I am. And that's that will never work. And Unless you find someone, and I wouldn't want to be in a relationship that would, that ends up the way that those end up. No, I think it's important to have a, a, a finger on your own pulse. You, you got to know who you are, and, and also who you were, and who you might become. Right? We're constantly changing. Yeah. We change every day. I got behind a guy this morning in traffic, and suddenly I'm angry. Like versus when I woke up this morning, I felt good. Like we're always different <laughs> people, right? Uh, and, and I think it's important to understand that, and also understand that, like. Yeah, you're going to change, and the person you're with is going to change, and as long as you're changing together, things should work out okay. A very special episode. Yeah. A great, a great little footnote, I hope. Uh, <laughs> so I'll let you know if I get crucified. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll let you know how that goes, um, but I feel okay about it. So, yeah. I, I, I think you should feel okay about it. There's nothing... <laughs> Nothing to worry about. You're totally fine. Thanks. Um, you know, and this again, this goes back to... Matt, stop laughing. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Everything's fine. Things are okay. Oh, man, I'm I fine. Had, I had it pulled up. Here we go. The more you know. <laughs> well, there you go. You guys have a great day. We'll see you back on Friday. Sorry we got a little bit serious on there. Again, uh, leave comments, and if you want us to talk about other topics that may be on your mind, we'd be more than happy to read those. I am Josh, Zach, Anna, and Matt. So have hey, a great day. So see you, you guys on Friday. Let me show you how I made mine with Wix. What are you oh, doing? Thanks, Wix. <laughs> Well, this this show brought to you by Wix. First, I went to Wix. Our first sponsor. Have a great day. Bye.